Today's episode is brought to you by silence, the sweet, soothing lack of vibrations known as silence. Take it in. Doesn't that feel good? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nice. <sighs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Apocalypse. Let's get started. Today's guest is Tyrone Holmes. Now, Ty and I have worked together um, for a while. We've known each other for a long time. And he's the kind of guy that as soon as I see him, I light up. And I'm not the only person. He has this way of making you feel welcome and loved uh, and special. And you always feel like when he sits down next to you, you've won something because the conversation is going to be fun. Uh, he's going to be funny. He's going to be charming. He's going to say something insightful. And I just appreciate who he is very, very much. Uh, he's a likable guy. Hopefully you enjoy this conversation and you get to know him a little bit better. Uh, and he's going to talk about one of his favorite podcasts, which also happens to be one of my favorites. So I think we are ready to meet Tyrone Holmes. Let's get to it. Ty, I have a question for you. What, what is it like being the coolest person in the room? Oh, no, I, that I, I wouldn't know. You, you got to call, you know, you got to call Jay-Z or, or, or Beyonce or someone like that to find out. Uh, I only know what it's like to be me in the room. And, <laughs> you just, you're just a magical guy. As soon as I get around you, I start smiling. I start feeling good about myself. You've got power. You've got oh, power, Ty. I, I appreciate that. I just, I enjoy people, man. So who, so who are you? So people are listening to this podcast. They're meeting you for the first time. What do you want people to know about you? Oh, uh, I mean, off the top, right. It's gotta be a uh, husband, uh, father of two girls, like yep. teen, teenage and, and tween age. Um, professionally, I mean, we, we work together, right? Yep. So we work for an educational publishing company that is uh, amazing called Curriculum Associates. And then just personally, uh, lover of poetry, yoga, exercise, you know, great books, awesome, funny, stupid podcasts, uh -huh. <laughs> and, and, some, and some that are informative and educational as well. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, just hopefully, um, hopefully a good friend and, you know, good sibling and, you know, good family member. Yeah. Well, and you're a good human being too. So, Tell me, Ty, with two teenage daughters now, a tween and a teenager, what, how do you bond with them? What's something that you do now that you, they actually enjoy being with their dad? Or so, is there anything? Oh, there's, I mean, my, for my youngest, I would say we've, um, although we've, we have slacked off in the past couple of weeks, but we were doing uh, like climbing together, bouldering. Oh, so wow. Like an indoor bouldering gym, nothing, nothing, uh, you know scary or yeah because or, let people know where you live there's not a lot of boulders in <laughs> in new jersey right, so, right. yeah so not uh uh nothing nothing like scary or jason momoa like but um uh -huh. just this, like cool indoor bouldering gym that we were going to and and that's been really uh great together i also um you know with my oldest it's just like great conversations ridiculous comedy music yeah. um just a, a general love for them. Yep. <laughs> makes do, it easy. Do you guys have a favorite? Do you have a favorite TV show you watch together? So 
I've got them heavy into a lot of sitcoms. Uh-huh. So I've I've uh I definitely pushed I hurled Seinfeld on them. Oh boy. Like I just yeah. I threw that on them. And the the whole family were big fans of Blackish, 30 Rock, um, The Office, you know, probably oh, like so good. Probably like the typical lineup. Oh, such classics. Yeah, it's just it's just pure joy and stupidity and everything is wrong. Um, and the, the characters and the, the writing is, uh, you know, phenomenal. So, yeah, it's just great stuff. And so you are watching, uh, are you watching Abbott Elementary? Oh, Abbott Elementary is fantastic. So it does a really good job of capturing what life is like in a, a public school, don't you think? It really does. I mean, Quinta, like she, I can't, she's like the producer, the writer, the star, like mm-hmm. she pulled together an amazing cast and it has that office slash parks and rec, you know, interview documentary feel Yeah, to it. And it's just it's so funny. Like the janitor cracks me. Yeah. Up. Right. Right. Just like every little, you know, move where he comes in to, you know, to get, just to get trash, like out of the way. And like all the, in the principal, the principal's just the best. She heaven. needs a spinoff. Heaven. Like yeah. pure heaven. I could watch her do and say anything and like, just like laugh and look at the kids and laugh. It's yeah, awesome. So this is a podcast that celebrates podcasts, right? So the whole idea is that I want to bring on friends of mine to talk about their favorite podcasts. How much time do you spend a week listening to podcasts? Because you have a lot of favorites. So I do. I have a ton of favorites. So podcasts are like my secret weapon during exercise. Yep. So that's, that's the, you know, the thing, if I'm like, you know, working out, weightlifting on the move, whatever it is, I like to listen to podcasts. And so, so I listen to a ton of them. I mean, I've got like a, an incredibly long list. I would say though, the one that I'm, I listen to most often because it comes out like once a week or kind of one and a half times a week really is uh Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Yep. Yep. Right. Every and- Monday. Every Monday, I'm like, I'm up with that one. That one and Smartless, yeah, uh, they both, uh, you know, pop up on Monday mornings. But Conan, I think, yeah, every Monday I listen to it, and I think it's like Thursday. He has Conan O'Brien needs a fan, uh huh, and it's just pure silliness. Yep, yep. Well, that's yeah. so. That's the podcast we're going to focus on today, right, Conan? Okay. Yeah, sounds sounds good. All right, yeah. so let's we'll we'll get to that right after this break. Have you ever tried getting through the day without using one of the English language's favorite consonants? Of course not. The letter B might be the second letter of the alphabet, but it's first in our hearts. The next time you reach for that banana in the grocery store or listen to the Beatles, remember, it's all made possible by the letter B. Can you imagine eating a a banana while listening to the Beatles? That would be tragic. The letter B. Life is just better with B in it. And now, back to the show. So Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. That's the podcast that we're going to talk about today. This happens to be one that I listen to as well, which is not abnormal. It's a very popular podcast. But what about it brings you back every week? Weaponized stupidity. It's so stupid, right? So it is brilliant and ridiculous. It's not really about anything. Like he interviews, you know, a host of famous folks all the time. And the 
the banter between him and Sona and Gorley, um, when he goes off on like these, you know, his sort of like made up tirades about his lack of sex <laughs> or, you know, or just like stuff that he says is just completely wrong and inappropriate, but hilarious or, or deviates into something, you know, where he's like questioning his own manhood and then ends up interviewing, you know, a guest it's, it's ridiculous. Like some of my favorite ones, I think, um, and we were talking about the, the Michelle Obama ones, yeah. like two of those. Um, and the most, the most recent one, the intro basically like <laughs> Gorley and Soda are upset because they didn't get invited. That's and right. Yeah. Putting them down for five minutes. Like it's talking about why he wouldn't invite them, why they were not, um, why they wouldn't get clearance you know, <laughs> shoplifting, Gourley and his weird beard and, you know, all these right. like ridiculous reasons and he invited <laughs> the entire crew, like everyone else came. That's but, right. Which was, I thought was just hysterical. And then the interview comes on and it was just, I mean, Michelle Obama is pure magic. So just having those two you know, going back and forth, talking about like books, kids. Yeah, parenting and all that. Yeah, and it's important to note for for the listener who may not be familiar. So Conan is obviously the host of the show, but then there's Matt Gorley, who's uh, the producer, who you right. hear from in the beginning and the end of the show, and sometimes chimes in during interviews. And then Sona, who's been um, Conan's longtime assistant, right? And and the she and she's a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> That's right. That's right. About uh, about being a terrible assistant. Right. And. <laughs> Yeah, and she's an avid pot smoker, and she's not ashamed of it. And, and you Conan gives her a hard time all the time about it. Yes, and used to shoplift as a young person. That's right. <laughs> she was bad news. <laughs> uh, oh, but so great to listen to. So now, naturally, Conan's got that name recognition. He's got a lot of pull, so he always gets big guests. It's not hard. But what I like about the show is that he keeps it fresh. Like, it's he's doing the same thing every week, but it's still fresh. It's still funny. And he has mastered the art of being the confident idiot, right? Yeah. So he always is, he acts very cocky, but then he's self-deprecating. And I just, I love that about him. Yeah, it is. It is really, really good. And some of the, I mean, there are episodes that come to the, come to the top of mind. Uh, I think it must have been the first season. So it was a few years ago. He interviewed Bill Hader. Yes. I don't know if you if you've listened to that oh, one. Yeah. I've listened to it several times. It's just so it's like two guys hanging out, having a good time, who happen to be uh, immensely talented and funny, yep. but reviewing the history of like the funny stuff that they either watched or participated in. And it's hysterical. Right. Like it is just nonstop hysterical. And his obsession with Conan's obsession with like murder. And uh -huh. murder, just murder mysteries and yeah. how that always plays a role. And, you know, and then like they had a conversation about jokes that were so good that they were so pissed off that they didn't come up with them. Right, right. It was just so like stuff from The Simpsons is just really, really funny. Well, and what I didn't realize, too, is when I was a kid, I used to watch not necessarily the news on HBO when it was a fledgling network. And he and Greg Daniels, who went on to produce, you know, The Office and and Parks and Rec and a lot of other great shows. Um, I, I didn't know that they were writers on that show. Did yeah. you ever watch Not Necessarily the News? 
I remember it, but I didn't. Oh, you're a kid. That's right. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the oldest, the oldest kid on the planet. No, right. I, uh, I, I, I kind of remember it, but I don't think I really watched it. Like it's not burned into my brain the way, you know, SNL and the the Simpsons. and Right. Which he also wrote on SNL. So the guy's got amazing experience. All right. So we're, we're establishing that the show is really dumb, but what type of person, like, why should someone listen to Conan O'Brien? What are people going to get out of it? If you want to be surprised with laughter and completely like completely have it take you out of whatever is going on in your head, it's a great show. Yeah. Cause you, yes. you'll, you'll walk, you'll be like, what did I just do with the, you know, the last hour? I mean, you're hopefully exercising or driving or something, but like, like, what did you just, what just happened? But you feel better because it makes, yeah, yeah, you're right. It makes drives go so much faster. And I will listen, even if sometimes when I listen to celebrity interview shows, I won't listen if I'm not familiar with the guest, but with Conan O'Brien, it doesn't matter who the guest is. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No. it does. I, I mean, he had, uh, one this week, I think it was like a, a an actor from um, Gossip Girl or something, and I wasn't familiar with that show. I, I had to look up because I saw the name, mm -hmm. right? And it was still like just great and funny. Yeah, you don't listen when you're doing yoga, though, do you? No, no. Okay, <laughs> I, I couldn't. There's no way. No, no. not appropriate. Not appropriate for yoga. Right. But let that, you know, let that be the the send off for all the young kids out there. That's right. Right. So Conan O'Brien needs a friend. It's on every single podcast outlet. You can find it. It's, you know, it's an easy one to talk about. It's enjoyable. And, um, you know, thanks for sharing all your information on that podcast with us, Ty. <laughs> you got it, Mark. You and in it. a second here, we're going to play. Actually, we can move into it right now. We're going to play a game. This is how I want to uh, end every podcast with playing uh, a segment with our guest called Fun and Games. Okay. And this game is called Damn Yankees. Pratfulness. Oh, no. That's right. So you are a diehard Yankees fan, are you not? I, I am. I am. But I'm going to be terrible with all things trivia and stats. And no, nope, that's okay. Stuff. That's okay. You're going to find that there will be no questions asking you about statistics. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to name a famous Yankee, and then I'm going to ask you a question. And we're oh, going to keep score. So all correct oh, answers get you 10 points. Oh, no. Incorrect answers are worth negative 10 points. Oh, I'm going to have like negative 100 points. Well, yeah, but Ty, no matter what your final score is, you win nothing. Okay? <laughs> so, so are you excited to play? I'm excited to play, but I'm going to lose all my pride. Okay, let's go. <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, so Reggie Jackson. Oh, my God. My dad, one of my dad's favorites. That's favorites. right. 70. Everybody, everybody knew Reggie, right? And he only played with the pinstripes for five seasons. So I didn't actually know that. That's right. But he was known as what was his nickname? Oh, Mr. October. Right. That wasn't the trivia question, but I'm I'm oh, proud of you. Damn it. You know, look, I'll give you two points for that, even Thank though it you. doesn't count. Okay. So he played in 34 postseason games with the Yankees. He batted 328, and oh. he had eight home runs in the World Series. So here's your question. Are you ready? Oh God, yeah. Go what, for it. Okay. Right. What was in a Reggie bar? Are you familiar with the candy Reggie bar? I am not familiar. Oh, Tyrone. Okay. So from 76 to 82, bar. there was a candy bar called the Reggie bar. And I remember getting this as a kid and it was delicious. Do you want to try to take a guess at what was, as to what was in a Reggie bar? I mean, it's a candy bar, right? So I'm going to go with chocolate and peanuts and I don't know, 
chocolate and peanuts and like okay. some kind of cookie how could you go wrong it's that's some like, kind of cookie that's 90 percent of candy bars. okay well we'll find out we'll get back to it okay so i'm putting okay. that aside all right second question here alex rodriguez oh a rod a rod right he was with the yankees uh he joined the yankees after his 11th season in the big leagues right but he did some remarkable things name three things a rod did that were remarkable okay uh one i think he he um about the 09 playoff run that's like where he really started like okay. i mean oh nine run yep um but i'm trying to think of anything like any remarkable statistics that he got out of those playoffs that's okay we can leave that blank you can get partial credit yeah i mean all right we'll come back to that we'll come back to the answers in a second here all right bernie williams oh you know my i had a friend that saw because bernie like has like a band or something or plays music and a, a friend actually saw him uh i think somewhere in westchester okay well for some reason i feel like he was one of your favorites have we talked about him before maybe not Did we ever talk about him? he's a classy guy right he is a classy guy. so he's here's a your question what do you think bernie williams smells like oh Oh man, I would just say apple pie and excellence. Apple, <laughs> apple pie and excellence. Okay, okay, got got that down. All right, aroma. it's a great aroma. All right, for twenty years, this man was Yankees baseball. Played his entire career with New York. Derek Very Jeter. Good. Derek Jeter, of course, over thirty four hundred hits. So the question about Derek Jeter is this: Who is Derek Jeter's favorite Simpsons character? Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. Who would Eric Jeter's favorite Simpsons character be? Just take a guess. Because I actually don't know what this answer is. I just guessed for you. I don't think he's ever answered that question in any interview. Any interview at all? Yeah. So this is your chance to just pick one. Duffman. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you went with Duffman. That is great. Duffman. Something about Jeter says Duffman. Oh my gosh, Duffman walking up and down the aisle selling beers to people. That would be the best. All right, here we go. A couple more questions. Yogi Berra. I, I, so Yogi Yogi Berra, actually, uh, I live in New Jersey in the neighborhood that Yogi lived in. He was actually um, like the stadium at the local college has uh, is named for him. He's a legend around here. He's a legend. He was an all-star from 48 to 62. He has 10 World Series rings. And of course, he was very quotable. So here's my question for you, Ty. Who came first, Yogi Berra or Yogi Bear? (laughs) (laughs) Who came first? I have no idea when Yogi Bear started. Yeah, you got to choose one. Berra or Bear? Who came first? Oh, man. I'm going to say Yogi Bear. Uh, okay. You're going to go with Bear. That's fine. Two uh, more two more I, Yankees questions. Okay. Mariano Rivera. The best. The ever. best? Do you think the best closer in Major League Baseball history? Oh, come on. When the Sandman used to come on, like, you didn't just hear it in Yankee Stadium. You heard it in all five boroughs of the city. Okay. All right. So, And I'm sure opposing teams heard it in their nightmares. Of course they did. So what... What did you like best about Mariano Rivera? 
Dude, I, there was style essence. I mean, he literally was one of the classiest players period. Like whenever you'd hear him in interviews or hear stories about him, like from, you know, random people who bumped into him out in the universe. Yep. You heard nothing but good things. And it just seemed like he just seemed like a, just a good human being. Yeah. Also like he had the precision of a terminator. Right. Like fastball cutter, like, like he would just come out and, you know, and, and like, okay, when, you know, the nightmare actually happened and the Red Sox down. Oh yeah, that's right. The next season, like the very next season, one of their early like opening games in Boston, because, you know, Mariano had a, a, not a great performance in, in that pennant race. Fenway actually clapped for him. Right. It was sort of like, a, you know, like they were messing with them, whatever, but they clapped for him. They gave him like a standing ovation and he took it with such class and a smile. Like it was amazing. So why did they applaud for him? Just because they appreciated him? No, no. Or were they rubbing it in? Oh, they were rubbing it in because ah. he was invincible, unbeatable. Yeah. And he got beat. Right. You mean Boston fans did something like that? Yeah, can you imagine? It's weird. (laughs) The shock, the shock. But it was, but the way he took, he took it with such, like, he just like laughed it off, and you know, and kept it moving. It was right. All right, so that's Mariano Rivera, and then here is your final question: of the following four players, and you can only have one player in his prime to play for the Yankees today. Who would it be, and why? Babe Ruth. Mickey Mantle, Lou Gehrig, or Joe DiMaggio? Gotta go with Babe. Gotta go with Babe, right? Oh my God, the return of Babe would be great. That's, yeah, the the, the second coming of Babe would be unbelievable. I mean, that'll do. uh, I mean, they say, you know, Yankee Stadium is the house that he built. Like, if he came again, like, he'd build a whole city. That's, yeah, right. It'd be unstoppable. So let's review your answers and see if you're correct or not. Okay. okay. Question number one, what was in a Reggie bar? You <laughs> said chocolate, peanuts, maybe some sort of cookie. The answer, it was round. It was milk chocolate covered with peanuts and a caramel center. So Ty, you're getting 10 points for that. I'll, I'll take it. You I'll, nailed it. Yeah, All you right. can't go wrong with chocolate and peanuts. No, you cannot. Never. <laughs> A-Rod, we asked you to name three things that he did that were remarkable. <laughs> Well, I will tell you the correct answer is as far as three things he did were remarkable. The answer was JLo, Cameron Diaz, and Kate Hudson. But, uh, ah, uh, all right, uh, moving on. Bernie Williams. What do you think Bernie Williams smells like? You said apple pie and excellence, and that is actually correct. That is what he smells like. <laughs> so you now have 25 points. You're rolling. Derek Jeter, who is Derek Jeter's favorite Simpsons character? You said Duffman, but that's not correct. It's Ralph Wiggum. I, I was. Yeah. I, you know, I would have been close because I would have went with Chief Wiggum. Yeah. Oh, Chief. Yeah. Clancy. But it it was Ralph. It's everybody's favorite character, Todd. You should know that. So now you're down to 15. Yogi Berra. Who came first? Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra. So Yogi Berra was born in 1925. Yogi Bear, created by Hannah and Barbera, first appeared as a supporting character in the Huckleberry Hound Show in 1958. 
33 oh, years after Yogi was born. I was way off. I thought maybe he would have been in some like weird, you know, cartoon newspaper. Uh, <laughs> some silent movie exactly. or something. <laughs> All right. So unfortunately, you're down to five points. We're going to Mariano Rivera now. I asked you, what do you like best about Mario uh, Mariano? You said his style, his essence, his classiness. But then you said his fastball, and that is the correct answer, his fastball. So nice. You're back to 15. And then finally, which of the four players would you have right now in his prime playing for the Yankees? You said Babe Ruth. It's not Babe Ruth, unfortunately. That's minus 10. The correct answer is Joe DiMaggio, just because he knows a lot about coffee. (laughs) And I feel like that's a benefit now because we're a coffee-obsessed society. So, Ty, you finished in the positive five points. You're still the big winner, though, just because you're my friend, and I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Uh, This was fun. This was fun. Thank you. It was fun for me, too. Thanks for coming on the show. And um, who knows? Maybe when you find another podcast that you absolutely love, you can come back on and talk about it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks, Ty. All right, thanks. So that was a lot of fun talking to Ty. Uh, Hopefully you got a little something out of it. He's a big Yankees fan. I'm not necessarily a baseball fan anymore, but um, those are the kind of trivia questions I like because they have nothing to do with the sport. This has been another episode of Podfulness. It's in the books. I want to know if you're a podcast lover. You got a favorite? Well, then share it with the world. Share it with us. We want to hear from you. Just reach out via Twitter or Instagram. The handle is at podfulness. Or better yet, send me an email to podfulness at gmail.com. Perhaps we can get you on the show if that's something you're interested in. My name is Mark Bernstein, and I will catch you next time on Podfulness. Podfulness.